When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great to have you with us this Monday afternoon. Joy to be back alongside my old mate. And yeah. right through our time away, one of the great stories of Australian sport has continued to write. Well, nothing writes itself. You've got to get out there and do the hard work and allow the story about you to be written. But it's what the Tassie Jack Jumpers continue to do. The fate of their 2022-2023 season now rests absolutely within their own hands and their coach, Scott Roth, who's been always generous with his time, has been good enough to join us on the program. Hey, Scott, uh, we appreciate your time. And, and look, I know you've got another game to go and you're looking forward rather than back, but congratulations again on the season that you guys have been able to put together. I appreciate it. Um, you know, it's a great credit to um, my coaching staff and, and our entire group and obviously the players of just uh, continuing to show up and do the work and, and um, go through our process and uh, the grit and grind of just um, – how we go about our business down here and, and swing above our weight and defend the island um, is uh, always on our forefront uh, minds and uh, representing the people of Tasmania. And, uh, you know, again, a lot of people left us for dead this year. And um, these guys are quite resilient. And, um, you know, we secure our second winning season in a row now. And uh, I don't know what will happen this coming week, but I'm quite proud of our group. Wild game on the weekend. You were doing it, weren't you? Oh, well, I did them both. I did both the games because it was a real contrast, Scott, because you had the game yeah. on Friday where against the Sydney Kings, come out of the gates magnificently, led by 10, and then, uh, gee, the, the, your normal trademark style of play, it was hard to impose that on the uh, the, 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 the league favourites, the Sydney Kings. Yeah, I mean, Sydney's a, a different beast, and, you know, um, they've handled this really uh, throughout last year and this year, to be quite honest with you, and they're – so I think they're just better than us in a lot of areas, and I'm not ashamed to say that. Other than uh, some nights um, were a little better than others, but um, they were they were quite good again. And they're they're one of those teams that if you're not kicking the scoreboard over and keeping up with them, you're just you're just not going to rely to completely stop them. And so um, we had good moments. We had a really bad quarter, uh, which led to you know that game being the way it ended. But uh, give credit to them. You know when they're when they're two uh, local players and DJ and and X are playing at that level. Mm. And their three imports are playing around them. You know they're cooking with gas, and uh, it's usually the opposite where the three imports are driving your team, and you're having your locals, um, you know, splice in between all that. And and they're kind of the opposite, and uh, they got a hell of a team, and they're going to be um, you know favorites without question going into the playoffs. I'm fascinated by the answer to that question, Scott, because the second game on the weekend, the one we saw yesterday against Perth, was it was swings and roundabouts all day, and at three quarter time they seem to have. Uh, claim the ascendancy in that. And, you know, you talk about the good teams and maybe you can't go with them in a track meet and all that sort of stuff. And then you blokes came out and outscored them by 12 in the last quarter. What what do you take away from a game like that? Well, I think just our resilience to continue to try to do what we do. And, and you know, uh, this year has been a little bit more choppier than last year as far as, you know, we win two or three games, we lose one or two. And then that's kind of been the flow of the season. And, you know, I was pleading with these guys that basically, you know, we, we were able to kick the scoreboard over, but at some point we were going to have to make a stand defensively if we were going to win this game and, and get back to our roots of just guarding your yard and keeping the ball in front of you. And 
they're quite potent. And, you know, every time Bryce Cotton, you play against him, you, <laughs> you, you have a chance to lose. And so uh, we just sat down and started to defend and, and um, made some plays when it was crucial time and uh, quite emotional game just the whole day for me uh, with, with the Teal game and representing the Harris family. And um, it was just a big day for us. And uh, I'm really proud of our guys just to fight through that. And, again, Perth came in swinging as hard as they could. They knew it was on the line, and so did we. Hey, Scott, and just on that, and it's a fantastic initiative you guys had. With uh, It was for gynecology uh, research, and uh, I believe that you have some uh, greater connection. And you guys wore the blue, and to the Perth Wildcats credit, a lot of their players wore the blue socks as well. You were clearly very emotional after it, and I'm sure it had more to do than just the win. Yeah, no, um, you know, we – I've, I've, I've created, you know, a lot of great relationships down here and, and Scott Harris is on our board. And uh, unfortunately his wife is going through the, really the fight of her life. And, you know, she wasn't supposed to be around last year and she's still with us and uh, to have her at this game and to represent uh, the Harris family and, and just uh, cancer in general around Tasmania and Australia was hugely important. And, you know, it was a very long morning for me. I, I was reflecting on my mom and, and my, um, and my sister who passed away from cancer and, mm. um, it gets bigger than sports at times. And as you get older, like I do, you start to reflect more on things that are really important. And I was really, really hoping that, you know, win or lose that we would represent ourselves well in that building and play as hard as we could. And, uh, the bonus was the win, and, um, yeah, it was quite emotional for me. It was, and uh, you have no fears about that ever since you guys have been playing. You've represented the city, yourselves, the team, and everyone with class and distinction, so congratulations on that. One of the observations before, before the uh, Wildcats game was you were referring to Bryce Cotton as the greatest player outside of the NBA, and I'm all with you because I absolutely love him, love watching him. Uh, you've had the pleasure of being around him. He is just talk to us a little bit about your observations of him when you work with him, but also trying to coach against him. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's just the best player in the world that's not in the NBA, and I think um, you know, seeing him for two years and the way he worked and how he carried himself, his demeanor to me is just incredible on the floor because he's always getting attacked by uh, opposing teams and and his just um, consistency of what he does night in and night out and produces for that team and, and carries that team. And, you know, the two years with him uh, were just a pleasure to watch him work. I never really knew him until then. And um, I walked away from there thinking, wow, this, this kid is a tremendous player. And unfortunately, um, you get pigeonholed um, – over here and I think X is in the same mold and um, you know they're older players and the NBA is looking for the new uh, shiny toy and, and they're not it but um, uh, I told someone yesterday that you know I coached with Don Nelson for a, quite a few years and Xavier um, Cooks would be Don Nelson's favorite player maybe ever because you know, a point forward to handle the ball and pass the ball um, they find value in that. And it's just a shame that those guys aren't really getting a chance to get back into the NBA. But when you get a little older, um, I think uh, the scouting is kind of skewed to uh, players that uh, are, are already known and they don't want to bring that back to their GMs. They want to find the, the uncovered diamond in the mm. rough, the 18 year old hmm. and, um, being around Bryce again, you know, every time he walks on the floor, uh, they have a great chance to win. And I have nothing but respect for, how they go about their business and, and that and, and Bryce himself is just an incredible human being. And uh, he scares the death out of me every time we play him. And, um, and, and rightfully so he does it uh, year in and year out uh, game after game. I reckon, I reckon he scares the, the hell out of every uh, opposition team because he is so <laughs> yeah. good. But uh, Hey Scott, that we've just 
this uh, week they had the announcement about the, um, the, the the awards at the end of the season yep. for All Star Fives, and yep. and the way it's done is that the the players and the coaches they actually select uh, the, who's going to be the winners, and they've announced the yep. top three in all those categories. Just a question because Justin Simon, who won the best defensive player previously. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, I think it was. And uh, he didn't make the top three. The people in Sydney are up in arms be- because of it. Um, did you have him in your top three defenders in the competition? Gave me man. You talk about putting me on the spot. Um, <laughs> Jesus, boy. Um, no. To be honest with you, um, uh, he was one of my top three guys. Yep. Uh, but I don't like to say who I've, I've voted no, for. No, but no. Uh, for me... Um, uh, my my guys actually, to be quite honest with you, were uh, Pardon, uh, Brantley, and uh, Simon. Yep. Good choice. There you go. <laughs> we'll ask you no more about it. <laughs> hey, it's a big game coming up on Saturday. We all know, you know, what's on the line now. You win, you're in. Destiny's in, in your own hands down there. And uh, the last time you played Illawarra was a couple of weeks ago, and it went right to the wire, that one. So uh, you know that even though their position on the ladder suggests it's been a tough uphill battle for them for most of the season. They can be dangerous on their day. So we wish you and the team yes. um, well. Again, thanks for coming on. Good luck on the weekend and uh, whatever comes thereafter. Thanks for your time. No worries. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Good you on too. you, Scott. Scott Roth, guard your yard. He's genius. I could listen to this bloke talk all day. Uh, me too. I, he doesn't. You're not afraid of saying Sydney are a better team than us? No. They're better than us. That's why they beat well, us. Well, what you're hearing... I hear a lot of coaches say that. No, what you hear is, to me, makes perfect sense to why he's able to extract the absolute very best out of his players. Again, you've started 2023. <laughs> it's all downhill from here because you are in very, very good nick. <laughs>